Chapter 20 Strength The departure from Krishna humbled my essence. There were no goodbyes spoken, no tears shed, no hugs, but rather I sat in silence and looked up at the white crane as it flew away until I knew it was time to rise myself. He taught me the truth about wisdom, how all knowledge means nothing if it's not centered on one good heart. And since my journey was far from over, I bowed to the space where I found my beloved Krishna, and so it was time to depart. I carried Shakti's four swords with me, and this weight was more than I had ever known. But through the strength of my father's teachings, I knew that I was called to grow. After some time on the path alone, I came to a cosmic desert on the edge of an oceanic sea where fellow souls wandered about. These spirits were dejected and lost as they rambled in distress before one man began to shout. They were all upset and worn down. But what exactly had gone wrong? Hadn't they seen Krishna? Didn't they realize that all souls do in fact belong? I'm done, yelled the soul as he tossed his sword to the ground. Another man cried while both his eyes stayed down. What is the reason for this sadness? Did the mother called Shakti send you to this place? She may as well sent me to hell through a wild goose chase, he yelled back. Don't speak of the mother like that. I assure you she means no harm. Now pick up your sword and carry it with honor and support her blade in your arms. You don't know my quest. I've been searching for years alone. And all this while I've been suffering, but not once has the mother come down from her high throne. Always searching for the way, but the path never appears. Everywhere I've looked only leads me to a place of deeper despair. Oh, how I wished I never started on this path. I wish I said no to her from the very start. If only the mother never planted the ankh in my heart. I'm so tender and annoyed, I feel I've grown more sensitive than ever. If I could go back and change my fate, then I would have never come on this endeavor, said the man. There is nothing to be afraid of. We're all on our way. And in time, the truth will reveal all, and only the pure goodness will stay. Remain humble and upright. Do not give in to your worst fears. The path forward will reveal itself. I'm certain the way must be near. Souls were scattered all over this abandoned wasteland. It was such a troubling sight. All the while, I carried four swords over my shoulder, weighing me down on the right. And why have you grown so dejected? What is this place that we have all come to roam? It's another trap within the bardo. There is no way home. This is a place of purgatory. We're all stuck here until we're damned. I'd even call it hell, since we're just as lost as every other doomed man, he said. He kicked dirt upon the sword that he abandoned. And as for the blade, you cannot leave it here. If the mother saw you give up now, she'd cry knowing about the suffering, and we'd all be drowned by an ocean of her tears. Will you give up already? There is nothing one man can do. We're trapped in the ethical triangle, and there is no way you'll ever pass through. He grabbed my collar and tried to throw me down, but I stayed steady on my feet, even as all swords tumbled to the ground, when the man growled at me in disgust. And so I bent down to collect Ma's swords, when the man kicked dirt in my face and covered me with dust. This path was just like the sword, so heavy and dense, 
but Krishna's wisdom, combined with the understanding of Shakti, made too much sense. No matter the cost, forward was the way home. And even if I was heading away from the supernatural aspects of God the Father and the Mother, it was only a matter of time until we bridged the link back to their divine thrones. Souls wandered everywhere, and so I waited to see if that man would come back to retrieve his sword. But after enough time waiting, I realized that this traitor had given up on his calling and joined the lost horde. And so I collected his blade, even though this steel felt heavier than ever. With five swords over my shoulders, I stumbled ahead for many days, and I too began to feel lost. But whenever I felt a sense of doubt, I would strive to remove that uncertainty and overcome it at all costs. A warrior must be fearless, but this does not mean I was never afraid. Rather, I faced what scared me most, and that is why I carry these five blades. At last, I understood why these wandering souls had given up, and I realized what they were complaining about. I grew so weary and tired when the voices in my mind began to yell and shout, violent and volatile. I heard how the first blade I carried called out to my name. It told me to drive the very blade across my wrists so that I would kill myself and die in shame. The second blade spoke of weakness. It taunted me with words I'll never repeat, and so it mocked me and begged I give up to abandon all this steel where I'd leave it beside my feet. The third sword spoke of cowardice, as it told me to give up and hide within a cocoon. It told me I was too young to depart on this path, and that if I continued, I'd die very soon. Then the fourth sword might have been the heaviest, as it ridiculed my family's name. It howled how I'd be the one to forsake them, and all my failed actions would hold my ancestors in contempt and shame. The fifth sword spoke of cruelty. It said I was not strong enough to go on. I tried to block it out of my mind, but it pulled me so low when it asked how could a common man like me ever truly belong. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Do not abandon me now. I wish to find the way forward, but you must show me how. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Giving up is not in my heart. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. My whole life is falling apart. Now the bird's voice began to whisper. Then I heard the wind howl and yell. All the other souls were lost in their minds, listening to misery when I saw the distant ocean begin to swell. Now I listened to the land, and I could hear something changing from within my mind. Oh, had Krishna heard me when I called out? Was that great white crane sending me a sign? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Can you hear me calling out? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Please release me of my doubts, for you are my master. It is you and Shakti who I wish to please. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Can you provide the resources we need? After a moment of hopelessness, I fell down to my knees. Picturing that white crane, I stayed reverent in the dirt when I chanted his holy name through the growing breeze. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Release me of this shame. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I am in service to you without anything to gain. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. It is through your teachings that wisdom does transcend. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. May you heal the wounds of our past so we can begin again. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. May you look after all these lost souls, especially the outcast. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Teach me to be kind so that my journey will last. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. 
in union with the Divine Mother, it is you that I trust. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I know there is a plan because I know you are just. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Teach me how to walk this path so that I can be an honorable man. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I can do nothing on my own without your grace and divine plan. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. How can I free your teachings so they spread everywhere? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. May you give me the courage that my ego cannot bear. Now the wind stopped at once, and the sea calmed its source. I heard a woman whispering through what felt like wind hoarse. Ultimately nothing is material. Thinking something is solid is simply an illusion. There is nothing but spirit, and all else is the mind's delusion. How can there be anything material? The Supreme Lord is made of the spiritual soul. You are very small, just a spiritual particle within a body. And your very being sustains the forces of creation cultivated by the limitless force of the Mother Shakti. Aim the soul up from the heart. Let it flow to the topmost part of the head. There you can transfer yourself anywhere through the different planes and planets. So she said. Rising to my feet, my mind became absorbed and elevated beyond the norm. The awareness rose up from my heart when I could see wings begin to form. For I was not this body, and I was not this mind. But rather both were tools, and so my spirit began to realign, centered on the Supreme Soul. I watched my form take shape of an iron bird, and from this new path the high teaching spread through me so that Krishna's wisdom could be heard. In awe of this mystery, I was captivated by this new form. Now a cloud of dharma began to rain down upon the land when I realized my voice was its storm. True strength lies within, for there is nothing without. And here I rode on the uplifted energy of the Godhead that released all my doubts. All the judgments I had cast on others dissolved and floated away. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, it is because of you that I am saved. Let it be known that this was never my path alone, but rather I bow to Krishna, as it is Krishna who sits upon mercy's throne. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, you have given me strength to overcome all odds. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, you cultivate the supreme source which is known to man as one perfect God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, how lucky am I that you've given me this breakthrough. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, may my entire life be an offering of devotional service back to you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.